Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before the episode, I have two things to let you know about today. One, we have another special thank you to some of our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Angelica, Kat, Tyre, Sarah, and Kimma. Patreon is how we fund basically everything we do at the Sartorial Geek, and so we really appreciate every single person who helps us out there. So thank you very much to you wonderful people. And another bit of super exciting news, we have a Kickstarter. Hopefully. I'm recording this a little early, so I hope everything got up and running smoothly. Um, I don't have a link for you yet, but if you head to Sartorial Geek anywhere on social media, we'll be talking about it for the next month. I'm super, super excited about it. So if you want to check out our Kickstarter, uh, we would love that very much. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. This week's episode is sponsored by Karen Hallian. Karen Hallian is an incredible illustrator who I love seeing at Comic-Cons. She does all types of nerdy and empowering and inspiring art, which you can buy on her online shop. And you can also check out her booming Patreon that has exclusive behind-the-scenes sneak peeks and cool things like coloring book pages that you can download. And it's honestly a really great community. You can go to carrianhallian.com to check her out and follow her all over the internet. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Today, and I am here with Rhiannon Gupta. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You were on one of the first like 10 episodes for BookCon a bazillion years ago. Um, and I'm so excited to have you back now talking about something totally different and it'll be really fun and cool. Just keep on being passionate about all the things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we met each other through read pop and all of the comic cons. And because of that, I learned that you are a big fan of the adventure zone. And so we're going to do an episode talking about why we both love it and, uh, how we ran into each other at one of the shows. (laughs) Yes, I think that like we can actually even start there. Well, I guess we should start by explaining what it is um, to give people context in case anyone listening has never heard of the Adventure Zone, though. I do feel like that's not going to be super likely because this podcast is freaking huge. Oh, I know it's it's giant. Um, But do you want to give a little you definitely know more about about it than me (laughs) if you want to give a little intro to what the adventure zone is so it started off with um the mcelroys who have their own podcast empire and Mm -hmm. um basically it's it's the three brothers and their dad um experimenting with a comedy and storytelling uh dungeons and dragons show so the first 69 episodes which i'm sure was not lost on them um (laughs) were of the balance campaign which i think is probably the most well known of the adventure zone campaigns mm-hmm. um but yeah they they do a ton of different like storytelling there's monster of the week which they do an entire um campaign on that one i don't remember the name of i don't remember i'm so bad at like campaign names i just remember the story and honestly i just remember their dad's jokes are my favorite part (laughs) so the um they play monster of the week 
which is in the amnesty arc. Um, and they're currently going through the graduation arc, which Travis is uh, DMing. But yeah, it was it was Griffin as the DM, and then they played around with a couple games, and then Griffin DM'd again, and now Travis is DM. So, so they're just like taking turns through the family. Oh my god, I love it. And there's been a couple of uh, instances where I think Justin DM'd like one thing, and it was just glorious. <laughs> but, Has the dad ever danced? Clint? Yeah, he did the uh, what is it called? He did the superhero art. Was oh that- yeah. It wasn't no. So Justin did elementary because that was all of the Sherlock's, right? Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, Clint did an entire um, series where they all played like superheroes with uh, crazy, like fun superhero powers like griffin had like the power to jump insanely high or something ridiculous but um yeah I so it's it's yeah, three brothers and dad playing games and they are all like podcast comedian like radio personality type people so it's just a ton of fun and it's also so i don't know um did you were you into <laughs> there's a dog here were you into D before listening to the adventure zone or did that like help you get into it so D has always been like a tangential part of my life where i've played the first episode of like 10 campaigns and then the campaign never takes place after that because uh-huh. yeah of, like everyone being busy or just like the people aren't friends anymore or whatever it is so like i've always been very interested playing D, i collect dice so uh, that's I another mean, thing but yes i was listening to um i was listening to my brother my brother and me before i was listening to Paz. so so you knew the the fam yeah i i follow them all over the internet so that yes these brothers and their dad are so funny and entertaining and wonderful um, so if you're a fan of the McRoy family or they also have a, what's their super popular YouTube where with the video game? Oh, like, Monster Factory. Yes. Monster Factory is, uh, Griffin and Justin, right? Yeah. And oh my God, there have been some episodes where I've had to pause it because I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. So yes, these like following this family is a great thing to do anyway, but especially in these times when like everything is dark, they really are like a comedic, nerdy, glorious light. Um, oh, and they, and, they have so much content that you could probably like, I, I think you probably get through the rest of whatever our quarantine is going to be and yep. still not be through all of the stuff that they make. Totally, because they all have a bunch of podcasts with like their own families and friends, and it's it's so cute. Um, but the Adventure Zone, I loved. Like, it has a special place in my heart because i I had heard of D anD D, and I think I had played, I had played like a pretty small RPG campaign like years ago, seven or eight years ago, and then I I wasn't super into D anD D, and then this podcast honestly like helped me understand how the game works and like what role playing is like and what you do and and they're very good at it um but if you're like interested in D, I feel like it's such a good uh like primer i guess because it's not like they're literally learning how the game works at the beginning of it too which yeah. is kind of crazy have you listened to critical role at all 
I haven't. I know that's another really like that's a super popular yeah D&D so, I mean I've listened podcast. to the first I would say maybe like 10 to 20 episodes of both of their campaigns and I think what's more approachable about the McElroy's than Critical Role which I am not knocking Critical Role I love what I've listened to and I just I need to dedicate the time to keep getting into it but all of their episodes are four hours long. Right, right. And the McElroy's, like, I think the longest episode was maybe two. And that was like a finale. Yeah. So. And it, it really is like there's something very cool about listening to professionals play. And I'm I feel like the McElroy's are basically professionals now. But like it is pretty cool at the beginning where they're like, OK, so what are the rules of this spell again? Yeah. Like, how does this game work? So if you're also at that level, it's well, really and then you great got Clint, who, um, I mean, like his character ends up being known for one spell, which is the zone of truth, because right. it's more than likely the only spell that he knows very well how to cast and that he has. Like, he's like, <sighs> oh, I definitely know I have this one. I just want to like do a Clint appreciation moment. It's so... It's so wonderful, like listening to him play with his sons and he's such a dad. So it's like dad jokes all the time. I mean, now they're they all have dad jokes all the time, oh, yeah. but he like it's so it's just so fun because he like cares about them so much, but also is like the one who never knows what's happening. And it's he's just my favorite. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> and then like. What I was going to talk about at the beginning is the the fan culture around this show. Um, it blows me away, honestly. Like the first the first time I went to a live show, it was like a packed out theater in New York City. There were cosplayers. It's incredible how much fans love the Adventure Zone. Yes. And I think it there's something to be said for the fact that they now have to do this at all of their shows where um, Paul of Paul and Storm fame, who is their stage manager, um, he comes on with an announcement at the beginning and goes, hey, shout out to everyone who's cosplaying. And then there's just a cheer through the whole theater. Yeah. He goes, if your hat is too big, <laughs> right. please take it off. <laughs> if you're wearing a wizard's hat, that's three feet tall. Or a void fish costume. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And it's, I know, like, I think maybe Night Vale is one of the first ones I noticed that did this, but it is really cool to see cosplayers for an audio. I mean, well, I guess now they have comics, too, which is yeah. crazy pants. Yeah, I um, I sat next to Carrie Peach on an airplane on the way to San Diego last year. Oh, my gosh. Um, And she was drawing the third book, which I <gasps> currently have three copies of in my house. Um, Good. But I was like, I was geeking out so hard. Um, and I mean, like, you never get excited about getting upgraded to a middle seat. Like, that right. is not something that's usually <laughs> in anyone's interest. And I was yep. also traveling with my husband. But I joked to him. I'm like, what if I end up sitting next to Carrie? And then I did. And I was like, Shut shit, up. I'll see you in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It was great. But, like, we, we had really good conversations because, I mean, me working in the convention circuit and her also working in the convention circuit to a different degree. But like as an artist, we had tons to talk about. And I was also at the time working for um, Anime Fest at New York Comic Con. 
So I was like, hey, can you give me every single one of your anime recommendations? And she yeah. had so many. But I mean, like she she also started as a Taz fan and was drawing fan art from the audio of the podcast. And that's how she got discovered, which is just oh, so cool. Um, like I wish I had any inkling of like being able to draw consistently. Um, but like she she just she brings these characters to life in such an awesome way and so many cool people that i follow on twitter also worked on um the more recent book that's so awesome i also just like it is very very cool to see something because you probably know this better than i do but it the adventure zone was kind of like a joke spinoff of my brother my brother and me right like it was like let's try to play D &D," and it it seems like it was not expected to become what it is. No. And I mean, like, there are so many different facets to it, too. So you've got you've got Griffin and all of the music that he's created for the entire series, which yeah. is so good. Like, you can go to his SoundCloud and just listen to it um, as awesome background music. Um, what I loved about, I think it was either... Hoot Nanny or the beginning of one of the other series, but it had like such a firefly sound to it. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Um, but he's got, so you have that you've got Griffin actually has like a voice acting career out of this now. Like he's done some stuff for we bear bears and a couple of other, like they did the trolls movie, which is oh my gosh. its own podcast, which I'm pretty sure they all recorded while they were stoned as a joke. And it just <laughs> spiraled into something else. Um, but you've got that. You have the the books, which I imagine they're going to go through the entire arc. Like at this point, it's kind of expected, right? Yeah. Um, you have all the cosplay. Like it's it's absolutely phenomenal. And you mentioned earlier, like the community. I'm in a couple of the um, Facebook groups for it, and like first of all, everybody who is a moderator for those groups, like speaking as two people who do social media, yeah. that is a lot to moderate. Yes, like, I'm sure. <laughs> so intense. They have so, so, so many members. But um, all the fan art in there is so cool. Like you see cosplayers. Like I think one of the reasons I would probably be on TikTok more is just to see some of the duets of people oh. cosplaying and the characters over yeah. the podcast audio. Like it's just so cool to see so many people be so like attached to these characters and. Um, I put together a very low cost taco cosplay for Pax Unplugged last Good. year. Um, it was it was fun, but yeah, I mean, like, like, it's so amazing. It's really cool to see at a con, especially when we can when we can go to cons again. Um, it's really cool to see, like, because it's one of those things that I guess there are a lot of fandoms like this, but the I feel like. A lot of people have probably heard of the Adventure Zone, but not everyone like really knows the characters or what they look like, especially because it's a podcast. So it's really cool when you see cosplayers find each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the best moments. Um, it's just I feel like there's so much there's so much right about this podcast. Like it's a really wonderful family dynamic. And then it's like really good storytelling and then really good voices and music. It's just like everything you want. And it's so 
not as comforting the right word. I don't know. It was my comfort podcast for the beginning of quarantine. I was like, I'm just going to listen to these cute brothers go on their adventure. And that's all I want out of my day. Just so nice. As they get more and more into it. So like it starts out very um, like casual, not serious. Like I'm just going to screw around and, like their their main goal is to screw over Griffin and all of the storytelling right. that he's put together, right? As brothers do, so right. that of checks. course. <laughs> um, but you know, as especially for balance, I feel like that's the one that since it's finished, it's easiest to talk about. Yeah, um, they well, Amnesty's finished too. But anyway, so balance in particular, it gets more and more serious as time goes on. Yeah, and serious in a, in a like not as serious way but like in a storytelling way so they like like all the brothers find their footing in their characters and like you know it's it makes so much more sense but then you also have like us we're more invested in what's happening and Mm -hmm. griffin has this amazing way of weaving in all of these little pieces of like oh did you like catch that this umbrella is important early on like he introduces that in one of the first couple of episodes. And then as you're like listening through it again, you're like, oh my God, Griffin knew about all of this stuff really early on. That's so cool. He's a, he's a master storyteller. Yeah. Like I, I love, I'm just so impressed by all of them. So Jordan. Yes. I have never listened to the adventure zone before. Where do I start? I was just about to ask you. that. <laughs> so. I mean, I feel like you can actually start at the beginning. Like I liked I liked starting at episode one, but you could also start if you wanted to like just be in the new stuff, you could start at the beginning of graduation also, right? And yeah. just kind of start at the beginning of this like latest uh campaign, right? Yeah, definitely. I think too, um, if if you find somebody like if you have a friend who's just like a, I'm not into podcasts. B, I don't know anything about D and D. Like, you know, C, I don't, I can't tell the brothers apart. Which, right. like, is a very common problem for a lot of people I've talked to. Yep. Um, I, I think that it makes more sense early on because you just aren't familiar with the voices. But then, like, you know, a couple episodes in, you're like, okay, I know that's Travis. I know that's Justin. Like, um, but I think because there are a couple of one-off episodes, like they have sort of the you don't have to know the characters. It's just like, you know, just listen to these one or two different things. You can get a feeling for the cadence of the podcast, the, the comedy that they bring and all of that stuff. Or if you're like, you're talking to somebody who's like super, like, I don't have an hour and a half where I want to listen right. to this podcast. It's like, okay, well on your next road trip, you can, but let me start you off with some of the animatics that are on YouTube and just Google some of your favorite phrases or like clips from the adventure zone. And more than likely someone's animated it and you could just show them and they'd be like, Oh man, that sounds really funny. I wish it had more context. And then you'd be like, well, if you listen to the podcast, I didn't even realize that that's so smart and totally makes sense. I just hadn't even, I've never seen any of their stuff on YouTube. Oh my gosh. There's, this is more in the realm of, my brother, my brother and me, which is their just comedy advice podcast. But Louis Zong, who is one of my absolute favorites, he's also a musician and an animator. Um, and 
he takes some of his favorite clips from my brother, my brother and me and animates them. And when I'm just like in a mood and I just want to like listen to some real good jokes, I throw on his McElroy. He has a playlist on his um, YouTube channel that's just dedicated to all of his McElroy jokes. And it is a gift. It is just so (laughs) awesome. And it puts you in a good mood. And there are so many people that I work with. They're just like, Yo, why are you obsessed with the McElroys? I'm like, just watch these and you'll get it. And they're just like, oh, wow, these are really funny. Is this what the whole show is like? And it's just, it's the intro and it's perfect. Oh my gosh, that's so smart. Because yeah, like it is kind of funny that there's this family that is super, super well known in like an incredibly specific (laughs) network. And it's really funny to be like, I don't have any idea who is this family? What are you talking about? But you're right. like. I think everyone should love them because they're so lovable. They really are. They're just great. So, okay. Who is your favorite character of some of the Adventure Zone stuff that you've listened to? So I really, really like um, character. Okay. Let me think. Cause I was going to say my favorite like things that happen. I love when, Clint, who is the dad, messes things up or like when his character does something crazy. That's just my favorite thing. Or even when he does like podcast crazy things like they're like, thanks for eating chips in the microphone, dad. Like, Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) And I also really like I really like when Griffin is DMing and he does NPC voices like his voices are fantastic. And I like when they're. Like, I like when he does crazy NPC things like renamed Barry Blue Jeans. And now that's just like (laughs) a hilarious character name. You know, like I, I think those are my favorite recurring bits, I guess. I don't know. I like, um, I really like listening to Magnus. Like I like Magnus's character and how how Travis plays him and like how, I mean, the Magnus rushes in thing is just great. Oh yeah. Um, Who's your favorite? It's tough. Like this is just such a loaded question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I loved when they introduced Johan. Yeah. He, I mean like I grew up playing violin, so um, I immediately had a connection to that character um, I honestly, I love the void fish, even though there's not a ton of like character development around it. I just, I love the void fish. Um, I love Angus McDonald, who is just yeah the precious little boy who needs to be protected, but also knows way too much. Yeah, um, he's great. And then I, I wish that I could embody the confidence and um and sassiness and just like comedic value of taco <laughs> I, I, I really just he he's just so full of himself and just so smooth and he's just this character that you can't help but love uh, yeah so i love that but also i can't go without saying like you know another justin character duck in amnesty yeah phenomenal mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I feel like i relate to duck in the sense that like he can't lie and he of course in graduation picks up another character that can't lie (laughs) (laughs) which is just wild um 
but I love Duck because he's just got this like, you know, I'm going to follow the rules as much as I possibly can, but also like, you know, he he got stuck with this destiny that he didn't want and this talking sword that's insane. It, <laughs> it's so great. Um, I also really love Aubrey in that. Um, yeah. Too. Like the, the fact that she's got this magic rabbit, but it's just, I mean, it's just a pet rabbit. Um, and the, uh, the goat that they named after that celebrity guy. I can't remember. I can't remember the name either. Um, um, but he was just, he was always duck pizza. Like, but just, I'm not even going to try to do the goat voice, the Griffin. Part, <laughs> but I mean, that's another value. It's just all of these amazing things. Um, I think yeah. it is cool now that there are different campaigns. Like you can see the same humans playing a bunch of different characters, which is really impressive yeah. and cool. Cause they're different. I mean, they are playing different characters and it's awesome. And, and in a much different world too. Yeah. Um, which I think is so cool. And I, you know, I, I don't want it to be left unsaid too. Like the brothers are very socially conscious. Um, and they are constantly trying to include characters that represent everybody. So, you know, I, I find that really, um, just really great. Um, there are tons of non-binary characters in this universe. There's, um, in graduation, you have one of the main characters who's in a wheelchair. Um, and she's got like these skeleton animals that are just really creepy that she's like a (laughs) necromancer, I guess. So like, it makes sense for her, but, um, you know, it, there's there's tons of characters. There's actually a new one that they just introduced in this Thursday's episode. We're recording this on nine six. So this past episode, they had um, a, a character that they introduced as it. So oh. like they they have every spectrum of everything, and they are constantly trying to make sure that they're doing the best job that they can because they recognize that they have a lot of privilege in this world. Um, but they also recognize that they have a platform where they can encourage representation through everything. Um, and that also comes through in their live shows too. Like, I don't know if you watched the New York comic-con um, live book tour or not. No, I didn't see it. Oh, it's on YouTube and they had so many like really awesome characters. Erica Ishii, who is a voice actress and she does all a lot in the like role-playing space um, and the video game space. She did an absolutely phenomenal job of voicing over um, a bunch of the book when they were reading uh, excerpts from the book. And it was just so awesome to watch. But like they are um, constantly trying to make sure that they're lifting up voices everywhere as much as they can. And I love that about them. I love that about them, too. And it also like that's one of the that's one of the things. And I think there are like a lot of. I think there are a lot of ways that you can tell that like they are fanboys too. And so they like know what it's like for their fans and try to be appreciative and respectful and like pay attention to that in a way that like very famous and popular people don't always do. Um, I feel like that you can, you can see that in a lot of the decisions that they make. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah, for sure. (sighs) I love, I could literally talk about them all day. Um, I'm actually probably just going to go listen to more episodes after this. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, thank you so much for like 
introing the adventure zone. Um, I hope, I mean, it's like, it is super, super accessible. Like we said, there are so many different ways you can get into it if you're interested and it's all free. I mean, I guess like if you want to buy the graphic novel, um, but like all the podcasts are free. You can just listen to them. Um, all their YouTube stuff is there. It's really, it's a hours and hours and hours of beautiful entertainment waiting for you, which is perfect for this, uh, time of life though. Um, the last book that came out was pedals to the metal, which is their Mad Max campaign of like a battle wagon race. And I've listened to that arc three times and it's still really tough to follow where all of the cars are and seeing Carrie peach bring that to life in, in a like print medium, everything just immediately clicked and it made more sense to me. So I think too, there's something to be said for pairing the two. Like it's smart. It's, and it's just an awesome way to reinforce everything that you listened to. Um, I just, I love that about it. That's a cool thing that actually I haven't done that yet, but that's a great, I'm going to try that. Cause I have, I have the first graphic novel. Um, I need to get the other two, but that's really smart. Especially. Yeah. If you do have kind of a harder time following podcasts or audio stories, um, you have a visual representation now, which yeah, is awesome. You could go request it at your library. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you so much uh, for being on this episode today. I, I, uh, we should tell everyone where they can find you if you, if you want to share your oh, yeah. social things or if people want to um, be fans about the adventure zone. Yeah. With if you, you start listening or if you are a listener already, um, you can at me on Twitter. I am, um, at bakery RHI, um, because I like to bake a lot. I also have a baking blog, which is bakery.com, um, spelled the same way. And, um, and I'm on Instagram with the same name. So yeah, just talk to me about nerdy stuff. I'm all here for it. And when we can do conventions again uh, at Read Pop Shows, you're around and very fun to talk to you. Always busy because you're working, but um, yes, but I'm excited have, to run into you. I have you. my Bureau of Balance tattoo on my wrist. So if I see cosplayers in the Taz universe, I usually throw up my fist and go, hail and well met. And they're like, who is this <laughs> staff person yelling at me? i love that so much (laughs) Uh, i can't wait to do that again in person someday and uh thank you so much for chatting this was so lovely yes i miss you so much i miss you too thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode you can head to our archives to hear more or hit subscribe to hear what's coming up next If you want to go a step above and beyond, you can leave us a review on iTunes, which helps other nerdy people find us. Or you can go to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek to help keep the podcast going and check out the cool rewards that we have over there. Have a great week and stay nerdy. Stay nerdy.